<laughs> Good evening. Hey, man. What's up? Sorry for the delay there. Um, my kid's getting awfully sneaky, man. He'll, uh, like, he acts like he's asleep, but then he's not. Like, and as soon as you go to leave, you know, um, I'm, like, sitting there reading uh reading books uh, off my phone, like in the dark, and uh, reading a 40K novel, which is called Eisenhorn. Uh, <laughs> it's like very, it's very adult. There's a lot of violence and stuff, but uh, he digs and he listens and then he acts like he's asleep. <laughs> and of course we read kids stuff first, but once the lights are out, like sometimes I'll just read softly to him because he likes the sound of my voice. And yeah, anyway, he's getting sneaky. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, uh, how are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm doing dandy. Hopefully this, yeah. hopefully the sound comes through with this. But Yeah, you sound good. Are, are you using something different? or No, just the uh, headset, stock Apple headset. Nice, except for the Apple part. Um, <laughs> dude, I, have I told you what I'm on? I'm, I'm on the turtle beach we used to use uh, when we played Call of Duty. Oh, that's excellent. It's ridiculous, dude, but I have an adapter. It plugs right into my phone. It's uh, it's magic. <laughs> oh, it's got pretty damn big, but only one of the, um, like, it's not stereo anymore. It only comes out mono for, for oh. me. <laughs> but uh, that's all good. It's going to only hear you through the one ear. <laughs> well, that's good. It's probably only 50% worth listening to, so. Oh, what? I think we put out some really negative uh, stuff now that you've started releasing the OTs. Um, so I would heavily disagree. Well, let's hope so. <laughs> but um, anyway, uh, so t- tonight, what, what's the plan, man? What, what are we looking at? Well, much like every night, what are you drinking? <laughs> Well, um, I'm about to pop some. I, I went in. I mean, it's the holiday season, right? Um, so the boy and I went out to. Uh, well, we went out shopping the other day. She's it was actually yesterday. So it's sad. And um, we went to Fryer Tucks, our local like, has everything uh, brew outlet. And you know me, I'm uh, I like porters this time of year. But uh, and, and I've, I've drank one on here before, but I got a. Uh, I ended up kind of in the the pint section of oh. uh, of the store where like they just sell one off, like a pint or a pint and a half. This is a pint six ounce um, of something from Alaskan Brewing Company, which I think is most famous for their moose drool, if I'm not incorrect. Um, hmm. And uh, this is a limited edition 2018 smoked porter um which it says either enjoy now or eight several years and so this is it's a year in and i'm gonna pop it now and uh and i'm gonna that's probably gonna be my only drink for the show even though i do have a a citywide uh from four hands standing by here uh and yeah i'm gonna pour this into a fluted uh glass and uh let, let you know yeah uh it's one of it's a tulip glass, actually, Jason. I mean, if you want to get uh, correct on this <clears> stuff, man, this shit is dark. It is it's Motorola <sighs> in a jar. It yes, I'm pulling it up to the light now. I it is opaque. I cannot see through it. Nice. Um, and yeah, let, um, I'm just gonna take a little sniff. Oh yeah, 
that chocolatey, dark porter smell. Oh, Jesus. It's delicious. Hints of caramel. You should try it. Anyway, <laughs> what, what, are you, what are you drinking? <laughs> oh, well, thank you. To, it's nice of you to remember that I'm still here. I'm, uh, I'm drinking in uh, honor of poor Ballast Point's uh, sale value oh. dropping. I'm drinking a grapefruit smoke <laughs> IPA. You know, you can't beat it. The, even you know, the grapefruit it, one. <laughs> hey, you know what? It still tastes like a $100 million company, so... Oh, you can't tell the difference? You can't taste the difference? Yeah. Not yet. We talked about that last podcast, and then one of your buddies in our in the group text was like, uh-huh. yeah, they bought, and I was like, oh, we know. We know. Yeah. <laughs> but around, was it the second, third time they, they've been bought? Um, second time, I think. Or sold, still making in case maybe. You know, I'm. I think they're still making good stuff. And I saw you picked up the the sampler, right, to get oh, yeah. that uh, great fruit. And uh, well, granted, was everything was else in or was it? Uh, it was. It was all excellent. But granted, it was also in Costco next to Sam Adams. So take that as you may. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I got a forehand sampler the other day at Sam's. All right. To get oh, that God. ripple, that ripple that I really love, that uh, it's only been in samplers. Um, and I'm probably going to drink their other one tonight because they had a same sampler. This is this will kill me. It's a chocolate milk stout Oof. called like Grade A from Four Hands. And look, it sounds delicious, but you know you're lactose intolerant. I'm lactose intolerant. Uh, I'll probably drink that at the end of the show. <laughs> But um, sweet lord, there were four, right? So somebody's got to drink them. It's probably going to be me. You don't want to hear that um, in stereo, so you do not. You do not. <laughs> but say there's not wrong with Costco. There's not wrong with Sam's. Occasionally, you can find uh, some decent stuff in there. But um, I find it this quarter if, if you all like quarter, well, it, it is hilarious that we've become so. Uh, when the the niche becomes mainstream. Right. Um, but if you like porters, this smoked porter, it's called smoked porter from Alaskan Brewing Company. Hmm. If you can still find it, the, I'm drinking the 2018 and it is it is probably one of the best porters I've ever had. Oh, damn. Um, gold medal beer brewed in the last frontier. And again, this is limited edition 2018 smoked porter from Alaskan Brewing Co. It's very good. And it's six and a half percent alcohol. Oh, that's not bad. Um, that's not that bad, right? Because sometimes you open them. Uh, I was, I'll tell you what I was looking for with my kid. It, it was late in the day, and uh, he's beat, he's done, he's two, you know. Uh-huh. And I'm like, all right, kid, we got to go to the liquor store real fast, you know, uh, and then I'm going to go get you some ice cream. <laughs> and we did, too. We went through Culver's, got some ice cream. Um, but he was about done. And um, I was looking for Gonzo Imperial Porter oh. um, from Flying Dog which used to be one of my favorites. They only sell it in four packs. And so I'm walking down the aisle and I'm looking at all the, the flying dog stuff and they've got all the normal flying dog stuff. And I love some, some of their stuff's hilarious. They had one that was impeachment, um, impeach ale or something. Oh, there, there's, was a, like, there's a dude, place, there's a place up here. Um, shit. Uh, windmill brewing. They have one of those. Yeah. I think that's, uh, yeah. that's all. Is it like peach something? Yeah, Does it have like a peach? of course. Yeah, that's that's hilarious. That's great. That's clever. Um, anyway, I couldn't find the. They were sold out of Gonzo because 
it's great. It's a uh, uh, Hunter S. Thompson inspired uh, Imperial Porter. But when when your regular Porter just isn't enough, but like it's like eleven percent alcohol or something ridiculous Oof. like that. And that's that's what they only sell it in four packs. I used to joke, uh, you know, you have two of them in a night, and they're just little regular twelve ounce uh, bottles. You have two of them in a night, you're done. Like, Fuck. <laughs> you, you're done. Yeah. That's Luckily, that was sold out. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I thought, you know, impeach ale. Uh, I know that was something you might want to talk about tonight. But but what's – am I jumping ahead? Well, I don't know. I mean, technically, you know, if we want to keep to the format here, you're supposed to tell me a song of the – jam of the week here, man. I mean, come on now. I'm too old. Oh, uh, to, oh that's right. I forgot. We <laughs> talked about how you don't listen to music anymore. What's your song of the week, Jason? Oh, Enlighten me. Wish you were here by Pink Floyd. Oh, classic! You can't go wrong with that. I heard that on one of those uh, classic rewind stations, so I was like, "Oh yeah, that'll be it." That's mm. a great song. Nice. That's that is a great song. And see, so so I can listen to the radio. I just need to find one of those because I'm old now, and I need. Uh, <laughs> I'm living in the past. I'm living in the '90s, right? Well, there. I, was, I wasn't. Our, 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 wasn't gonna pick like a new Green Day song. I'm sorry. That's just uh, it's too. Do they even have a new set? <laughs> well, they're two. I think they're touring, so I'm assuming they got a new CD. Oh, God help us! Did I ever, did I ever tell you? Um, well, they they grew my up. Wife. They they grew up and went political, and just like about right. every fucking band in 2016 did. So I can't imagine why. Somehow they had success with it, right? Because, like, I remember when they were super garage punk, you know, and, uh, you know, with, like, Brain Stew uh, and even Insomniac. But my wife, I'd been with her for, like, five years when she said to me, um, yeah, I really like Green Day's first album. And I was like, dude, what, were we meant for each other? Like, because I, I think I liked their first one, too. It, That's the what, only one everyone really you? liked. Yeah. Right. And guess what? She, I mentioned that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you, do you like Brain Stew? Or you know, what, what's your song? Like Jaded or whatever? Because I like that one. And she's like, oh, I don't know. It's that one about Bush. And she thought um, the stupid political opera one. God, I forgot even what the damn song is or oh, what, what the damn album is. She thought that was the first album. It's a American um, Idiot. American idiot. Yeah. And for me, that was like, like we knew Green Day had been selling out as they moved towards warning. But when they released American idiot, us original Green Day fans, I think went, yep, it done. It's done happened. Well, They're and, gone. And then, <laughs> that's, that's funny, because I was just going to make the joke about how it's, it's really weird, because on the other time in the last, in, you know, my history of music they were all of a sudden all the bands got political was in the year 2000 so it's funny it's, yeah. it's, I, I would i would say it must be a 16 year cycle but i know that's not the truth so. well it might be like a, a every you know decade well you know actually oh maybe might be because let's see the because if you went 16 years back 1984 84 mm-hmm. i'm thinking rem and then they political on the college scene i i grew up listening to them you well, know how about, how about uh shout genesis that's a Ooh, that's a pretty yeah. political song i mean well i mean it's, i can it's a world I watching that 
Nancy when I was really um, God, I must have been five, right? Yeah. Is that the one with the puppets? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. God, yeah. Now that is a political song. And and then he went on to do like, you know, Lion King or whatever. <laughs> Uh, well, I, guess, I guess it's not uh, the name of the song. Shit. Yeah, what is the name of the song? Strange World? That's not it either. Um, Ooh, maybe World of Illusions, Strange something, something. Strange Times? Fuck. We're terrible at this. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. The, the power of the internet. Land of Confusion. 1980s? That's it. 19, Land of Confusion. 19, 1986. No, nah, doesn't work. Sorry for two years. <laughs> pretty damn close man that's pretty damn close dude yeah shit i i mean we were thinking of the same song for sure mm-hmm. um that same video with the creepy puppets and stuff um that's fun <laughs> so so music <laughs> i'll yeah, try man. to listen to more music horrible i listen to like 17 podcasts and i'm streaming like npr cnn and i don't know whatever <laughs> constantly I, jesus do you smile? I know I'm like six. <laughs> no, no, like I laugh at like political <laughs> jokes that no one else gets. Oh god! When people look at me like I'm crazy, I'm like I am. Um, <laughs> you'd be afraid. <laughs> no, yeah, my life is so sick. It's all right. Uh, <laughs> well, let's let's go ahead and let's just let's move it along here because it's we're we we do not want to go completely train wreck. Um, so the other things right. we wanted, so we wanted to do, <laughs> we wanted to talk about. Uh, you sent me a video from uh, CBSN. I don't even remember the name of it, but uh, I I made the oh, sarcastic comment. Frankly was, speaking, yeah, post it was post post masculinity is what I I threw at it, uh, which I think is kind of yeah, that's a shot at it. But anyway, so so I watched it. Yeah, I I did like it. Um, my observations. Um, one. I liked part of it. Well, so here's <laughs> here's my thing. If you name your kid after a video game character, right? All, all all your all your and then and then be, the better yet is you <laughs> you want to be taken seriously and you actually mispronounce how it's actually pronounced in the language it's from. Oh no! Did, yeah, did they not? No, oh. he, he, he mispronounced it exactly how everybody in the arcades in the '90s pronounced it. So, uh, oh God, how? Sh- pronounce it jason T- tell us i don't i don't know i don't speak japanese so i can't my mouth doesn't make the right <laughs> no dead serious it's, it's r-y-u for those of you uh, from shit street fighter yeah yeah so right so, you so we, we all say Ryu, but that's wrong probably that's very anglo so you know you know the, the special move the shuriken move yeah yeah so in the middle of that word is r-y-u so when you say oh the word, my. when you say the word shuriken, you cut everything off, and then that's the way you're actually supposed to pronounce it. And if you try to, it it doesn't really work because your English mouth won't make the Japanese mouth sounds. Because <laughs> I'm too damn white. Well, no, um, you, you never learned how to speak Japanese, <laughs> and they they make different right. they make different mouth forms to make those sounds, and you it just it sounds awful. Because I I was listening to native speakers yeah. in a you know audio recording, and it's like. Holy crap! We've been saying it the wrong way. Anyway, so the whole time I don't I don't doubt that at all. That's always the language I wanted to learn. By the way, but no one could ever like I Dude, never the, was anywhere where I could learn it. The writing system I took it in college. The writing system is yeah. is really interesting, and actually the yeah. the language really isn't that difficult. 
Uh, but the the writing is pretty crazy. Um, but yeah. I didn't stay in it long enough to get anything out of it, so that's my fault. Um, anyway, yeah. So I, I, speaking, I had a, it's I had, a, I had a hard time taking that guy serious. Um, <laughs> Should we fill him in a little bit? No, 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 no. Because everybody can search it. You just search what CBSN. CBSN. Uh, Called frankly speaking, something it's about masculinity. Dude, you, you can you just, just YouTube CBS Man Box and that'll come up. Yeah, Man Box. They kept talking about the Man Box, right? So, um, so this, so here, here's the thing. Like, I'll give you my perspective. Um, I, I did like go. the video. I thought it was pretty cool. I liked some of the points they were making. Um, you know, so here, here's, I guess, in a roundabout way, um, I'm just old enough to remember when. Uh, the whole you know, masculinity took its first sort of roundabout in the 90s where uh, you had the um, kumbaya. Third wave feminists? Well, no, you, <laughs> you, you had the whole thing where, you know, masculinity was the problem. So we needed men to get in touch with them, their feelings so they would go out in the woods and, you know, strip down to their underwear and hug each other. And it was like a, a get, get back to nature and know yourself type of thing in a safe environment. Hey, you, you've heard that term recently, right? Safe environment, right? So men, yes. were, men, were, men were doing that 30 years ago to try and find their feelings because everyone said we yeah. needed to. Um, uh -huh. So once again, you can see the brutal irony of having it come back around and and it'd be like, yeah, motherfuckers, we did this before. You can you can just yeah. all fuck off. It, it's <laughs> sorry, it's not a new thing. It's it's we've we've done yeah. this cycle anyway. So back in the '90s, this was a thing. You know, you had to go in the woods and you know do your thing and all this other stuff because men are dick faces. We all know that. If you're a man, you know that. <laughs> I mean, if you let's let's put it this way: if you're a semi-functioning, semi-rational male human creature. You kind of uh -huh. understand that that's that's sort of the nature of the beast. Um, yeah, but anyway, so, so yeah. this was a big push in the '90s. Is you know, let's let's get back to our feelings. This is the problem. This is why we have, you know, uh, horrible things happening. Blah 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 blah. Um, yeah. So we did that for a while. Uh, that didn't. I, I don't know. It worked. It didn't work. I can't. I don't know because I'm I'm not I'm not the one that was critiquing to begin with. Uh, yeah. So then to see this video come back around, it was kind of funny because like all these guys in this video are probably about my age. And I'm like, you, yeah. you, you tool bags forgot all this shit because we already, <laughs> we already did it. So, I mean, you're, you're, you're making all these noises with your mouth holes and it sounds yeah. like the same shit regurgitated for money. I mean, that, that's what this, I mean, frankly, like, like I've said multiple times, you follow the money. This shit is just a sell shit. And of course they finally get to it where the guy who's talking about the man box is, and he's, he's the money. His, his whole spiel yeah. is the money. He's the consultant. He's got the program, yada, 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 yeah, yada. Same. Okay. It's yep. non nonprofit, whatever, blah, blah, blah. That's the money. You follow the money. You find, how do you raise from. your kids? Right. right? So yeah. that part of it, I, I was like, whatever. Um, all the stuff, though, that the the people they interviewed, you know, it's like yeah. non non traditional things, and you know, the one guy, he, you know, oh, my son was he he found a a pink horse thing, and somebody said, oh, that's yeah. bad. hey, you know what? No one gives a fuck. Okay, no, you know, who, really you know, don't. you know who cares about that? Assholes. Yeah. So yeah, frankly, well, I mean, it was frankly, this little girl who did right. Frank, it frankly, was this the story girl. doesn't care. 
who, who, yeah. See, this is my problem. Is like these these guys are making this. The reason why these guys around here are making a big deal about it is because they feel guilty or they don't know what they're doing. Because everybody yeah. else who is a fully functioning adult, they get things done and it's not a big deal. And I, I'm sorry to shit on these guys for going on TV because I, I understand. I, I really do think everyone's doing it to like. I think it's. I think everyone has really good intentions, but the problem is, is mm-hmm. that the people they're trying to talk to, th- yeah. they don't. They don't. They're never going to hear it, and the way they're doing it is just going to make them resent them more. See, this, quite, quite so, possibly. So here, quite here's, possibly. here's the thing: they're preaching uh-huh. to the choir, and they're never going to yeah. convert. God, I need to I need to do a better job of explaining that to the students because I, I told students not to do that in their final papers, and I've had a lot of students doing just that. You, you, and I must not explain, like, your audience isn't people like you. Like, I probably agree with you. We're not trying to convert them. Like, so <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you, and this is born from 15 years of, uh, yeah. unfortunately, managing people, is... Uh, the the best way to get people to do something that they don't want to do is to make them believe it was their idea to do it to do it. Yes, yes, amen. And and that sounds <laughs> that sounds really dirty. It I do that all the time. Amen. Um, no, that's great. And that's there. And I actually had that on a quote on a clipboard forever. And it's not my quote. I didn't come up with yeah. that. That's somebody else. I I can't remember. I I, I can't remember. If it was like. George Washington or, or one of the founding fathers or I mean somebody who knew a lot more. Yeah, who did say on. that? I don't know. Machiavelli, probably Machiavelli, probably the prince. But um, I mean it's but I do it's, that a, it's, a, it's a stuff just to get them to it. <laughs> uh, but so I and I know I've already come out negative on this thing. Um but I'm not because oh, I, I, I like it. I like a lot of the things. I like the fact that they're pushing, hey, you know, my kid dressed up as a girl. He likes his nails getting painted. Hey, you know what? Cool. I don't really care. Yeah. It's and it's, yeah. And I, I guess this is the problem. Is I I guess I've gone past this as being an issue. Like I I see these guys talking on there, and what mm-hmm. I see is a bunch of people who haven't got over being picked on when they were kids. So they're Ooh. they're taking they're taking their deep seated shit and trying to frame their kids' lives by that yeah yeah you're right because the one guy told i think it was ryu even he told his kid yeah i dig your ponytail um but some of the kids at school might not and they might make fun of you and then after he told his kid that his kid took down his ponytail so when he was like oh shit i shouldn't have said that and i was like yeah dude you shouldn't have said that why did you say that like so so what rio's dad should have said is hey so here's the deal the ponytail is cool you might run yeah. into some people who don't think it's cool, but it's it's not Screw a big them. it's not a big deal. They just don't right. get it. So if you right. like it and you're cool with it, and they that's all you know, yeah. and if they want to make fun of you, whatever, then you know that's gonna suck. Maybe yeah, they're jealous. Maybe they don't understand it. Um, as long as oh, it doesn't, yeah. as long as it doesn't come to a physical altercation, just ignore it and don't worry about it because. Everybody that your buddies with or friends with, they're not those people. So it, it you know, and I guess it's the other thing yeah. is you got to raise your kids not to put stock into what other people think about them. Um, yeah, which people aren't doing this day because you can see the effect of social media. 
if you know right. social media has such a massive effect on kids these days because the parents aren't teaching them that hey guess what nobody else really has a fucking idea what's going on either so fuck them all right you do you and instead we're like you need likes you need to be uh you need people to follow you it's important to be um uh, for people to like you, which is that's we shouldn't be doing that. Right? That's I mean, not the, necessary. So the, the the thing is, it's the the people that you value for the right reasons are the people you want mm-hmm. to make sure that like you and not like you, but right. respect you is what we're, that's that's I think what everybody right. everybody who says you know liking what they're really trying to say is respect. They just don't know how to put it in adult terms. That's mm, what we're really I talking like about. Um, anyway, well, that makes sense. And look, if you want to wear a ponytail and people are making fun of you, those aren't your friends, right? The guy who's also like, dude, that's pretty cool. That's your friend, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. like that's a way of almost figuring out who are your people going to be. But yeah. I think that's hard for us to do because we're so we're so enticed to do that during college, maybe, and not while well, we're in grade school or high school. So, so I, I, it's it's a it's a bit of a generational thing because like. The people that are in this video, they're all of the age where people still used to get mercilessly ripped on and beat up for being, you know, contrarian right. or, you know, different. So they're, right. But you is know, that not a thing anymore? Or are they missing mm, that this new generation is like the most accepting generation ever? Well, people... Is people that missing? No, people still get picked on at school. It happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think, you know, kids are... Well, I... Hmm, I mean, obviously, it still happens because you see all the terrible stuff that that results from it. Right. But are they more woke than, like, ever before? Like, because that's the vibe I get. They should be. And the parents that are, you know, they should have a better understanding of how to explain that. I mean, you know, like, I I give the example. My son has beef with this kid uh, because this kid was beating him a long time ago. And he's he's just held on to it forever. And I keep telling him, I'm like... You need to consider. Uh, you need to consider the fact that he doesn't even know why you might possibly be upset with him because he doesn't register it or value it the same way you do. Just, maybe, just, man, but you got to hold on to the hate. Just no, no. Just un- <laughs> just understand that he doesn't see it the same way. He doesn't feel the yeah. same way about it. He probably has yeah. no clue. So your your, your choice is hold on to it and let it fester deal with it directly or just get over it and move on and and be done you you have three possible choices and it's your choice because that that child that kid that other dude he has nothing to do with you the only reason you're still upset about it is because you and this, yeah. this probably, that's probably the and your sense of justice, right? So, and that's, that's <laughs> right. That's probably one of the biggest things that people never learn is like, you know, happiness, sadness, fulfillment. Right. You know that that has one hundred percent to do with you and no one else. Yeah, it's very internal, right? It's, you define your own like happiness, right? I'll, I'll give you and what I'll makes give you, you successful. I will give you historical proof. Look mm-hmm. at. Native Americans in this country post-Civil War. Now, they had all kinds of crazy chances after they were brutally, you know, killed and rounded up to, yeah. you know, here, here's your choice. Either you go in an internment camp or you can give up your ways and live the European way that we're living now. 
And some of them did, some of them didn't, and some of them fought yeah. to the bitter fucking death that they didn't want to change. Okay. Yeah. That was a choice. I mean, you, you yeah. ran, you ran, you, technically they were given less choices because of the way things were going historically. But I mean, they didn't want to fold, so they didn't. And then they were wiped out. And that's the choice they made, and that's the choice they wanted to follow through. Everything else around that situation I'm describing is, you know, looking back at historic, you know, looking back at history and making judgments on it based on our values. Now, I'm stripping all the values away. I'm just saying that they literally chose to continue living like they had been living for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. They just yeah. they decided that that was good enough. They didn't want to change. Fuck you. We'll kill you. If you try and change this. <laughs> yeah. It's, and it's like, uh, it's, okay, it's yeah. okay. So here's, I'll give you another one. So like tribes that come in contact with, you know, like Western civilization mm -hmm. and they end up like picking and choosing like, eh, we'll take your blue jeans. That's better than the cloth we make, but you don't see them going, I will take all your cell phones and computers because they don't need them. Right. So they don't right. have them. I mean, right. they may dress like Westerners because the clothes are better than what they make themselves, but they don't care for the rest of the culture or anything, and they're making that choice. It's not like the people yeah. that are people that are visiting and coming there aren't saying, "Hey, we'll bring you all kinds of cool stuff. We'll give you this. We'll give you that." No, they're just they're choosing not to have it. I'm guessing. It's I. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't get it. And so it's like coming back to the man box. Um, yeah, bring it back to the man box. Bring it back to the man box. So <clears throat> I think all of it is really good, but I think they're pointed at the wrong generation. Uh, maybe. And I, I fear that they might be taking it too far, too, right? So the idea of the man box is that there's this stereotypical box that men are put into where you have to be stoic um, and See, brave I, and I, mm, strong wait, wait, and all wait, that. Wait. Yeah. Go, go. First of all, I take offense that stoicism is a negative trait. Amen. Amen. Because being able to deal with, with shit and, and power on, like, you have to have someone in the room who can do that. Whether you're in, in a company or, or a school, you're whatever. The, you, Dan, you're, you're, you've, now, shit, you've, you've now literally become the single worst feminist on the planet. I know, and, and I'm a and I am a feminist, but look, you need that, right? Like when when shit hits the fan in my household or in the classroom, I'm in charge, right? And that's leadership, right? And that's not I'm not a power that's hungry the, that's the leader, patriarchy, right? Dude. That's the patriarchy. Like I don't, it doesn't have to. Be. <laughs> and it could this could be a woman, right? It's just that, like you said, the idea that stoicism is somehow bad. Like, yeah, re repression of your feelings can be bad. Oh, that's bad. right. Yeah. In the moment, having to go like, shit, just hit the fan, the ship's about to sink, and then saving our asses, that's good. <laughs> right? Yes. Um, so, again, I think they demonize the whole idea of it instead of saying, well, look, you do need to be able to have an outlet for your emotions. But you you also might find yourself in a situation where you might have to postpone dealing with those emotions and just get through the shit, right? So, um, so and, here's here's and where I think it's all or nothing. It's all or nothing with this, yeah. right? So he, here's where I think that comes from. Um, mm -hmm. the, the the kind of stuff that everyone's talking about, uh, the things that we want to avoid in raising our the next generation of men is what everyone's Hemingway. scared. Of, what no? What everyone's what everyone's scared of. <laughs> And this is a mm -hmm. real thing. 
especially for yeah. the you know let's say the we'll say late twenties and older, is mm-hmm. what they don't want is they don't want the kids to turn out like the one male they've met that scared the living shit out of them. Yeah. Whether you're male or female, everybody has met a dude who scared the fuck out of them. And what, and no, I'm dead serious. That's what it is. And nobody and everybody wants to avoid that from happening. So they're pushing that to the next level. They don't want, they want to make sure that that scary person doesn't exist to terrorize or or frighten somebody in the future. And it it, it doesn't matter. It's, it's the, it's grandpa Joe who grabbed you one time and scared the fuck out of you. Because he yeah. was having an episode. It's, you know, uh, some dude you knew in college who had too many drinks and you brushed into him and he turned around and beat the shit out of you and bloodied you and you never want yeah. that to happen. It's it's the, you know, you saw some dude get shot in front of you over nothing. Yeah. Or, you, you, you know, some guy, you watched him, you know, beat his girlfriend in front of you and you were powerless to do it. That's, that's the fear is that, that, you know... Yeah, unleashed physicality. That's very, very frightening. Maybe. Especially if you've never been. Maybe if you've never been in a physical altercation in your life, that shit yeah. scares the fuck out of people, men, Maybe. women, whatever version of yeah. any you know, blah blah. It doesn't matter. When you see that the first time in person, it freaks you the fuck out because you don't. It's not like movies. It's not like books. To yeah. actually watch someone either get hurt or die in front of you fucks you up. No, I, I don't doubt it's, that. It's I don't a, know if I've ever a, been there, though, man. I don't know if water, I've ever been it's there. It's a watershed moment, and it changes yeah. the way you think about things and view things. And it's very, very frightening, and nobody wants that to happen to anybody else. I mean, yeah. you know, look... You can you can look at any versions of it. You know, we now we have PTSD and things like that. And you know, it's like Man. these are people that experienced extreme terrible things, and they're they're trying to deal with it. And then it's really yeah. really difficult and awful, and it comes right. out in all kinds of unintended ways. It's not like a psycho yeah. who's wired wrong. Right, right, right. And I've seen, I've seen the PTSD, but even then, I wouldn't say that that wasn't toxic masculinity. It was war, right? Like, well, but but Dan, come on, everybody knows you only get war from toxic masculinity. Come on. See, I, I, and I don't, I don't buy that either. I think you get it from greed and corruption and all sorts of stupid shit. You are, um, but you are the worst feminist. I know. I'm horrible. At this. I'm really, I'm really trying. Um. But let, let me cycle you back to this. I'm sorry, I just, I just keep giving you shit, man. It's it's. I'm just. I, know, I do. I, I really do believe I'm. I'm a feminist. Um, oh, I know. You, know I know you are because I, I don't think you equally paid. And, yeah. But I do find it. I think it's important that we don't just go all one way or the other, right? And well, I don't think that feminism has to be excluding men, right? I think we can have masculine studies and still be feminist right so let me, and, and let me feel, oh, go ahead. people in my field go all all that way right where they're like no no no, you can't have that i i had a professor before critique my reading list for my literature class as being too masculine and so i sat down with her and i said well your reading list is too feminine and she had nope. i think only female writers That's in her possible. list 
and that, but hear me out. I had only male writers in my list. Mm. And I said, oh, okay. I'll add another, I'll add another, I'll add a woman. Okay. But, but you have to let me pick who I want. Cause I'm not fucking teaching Jane Austen. I'm not. <laughs> is she even, I'm not. Is she I'm, even feminist? I'm not going to do it. I don't think she is. I think she teaches women very bad things about being females. But at the time that she lived, she was a feminist because she was so far, like, <laughs> so powerful for a woman. But for today's standard, she's not powerful at all, right? Um, and now all the Jane Austen fans just turned us off. Um, but anyway, I convinced that feminist. I'm pretty sure. Day. I'm pretty sure someone's I, writing I, fanfic I, where Jane Austen's going to peg you. Probably, she's probably like, yeah, she's got that dildo strapped on. And um, anyway, <laughs> but I, I convinced that that my list made sense. All right, um, and then I added on one female writer of my choice, P.D. James. Oh, I added on uh, *Handmaid's Tale* too. Um, what's her name? Oh, Damn it. her name slipped my mind right now. I'm so bad with Canadian. Uh, Damn. She's great. She's amazing. Anyway, I had on two two gals. Um, in anyway, where were we? So um, I wanted to get back to Manbox because one of the things that I fear, though, uh, about about what we saw in this piece was in this documentary. Um, they're talking about one of the kids gets into a fight at school, and they basically want to expel this kid. He's like seven or something, and. It comes up, well, what happened? And like they have a meeting with the parents and they're like, well, we need to get to the root cause of his emotional distress and why he went with violence right away. And, you know, and of course the kid's like, my friend called me an asshole or something. Yeah. And so I slept like, and, and like, yeah, <laughs> right. Like, and look, violence shouldn't be the immediate answer for everything. But that's a totally normal, provoked response. Someone backs you into a corner and you hit them. We don't go, wow, you have real emotional problems there. Like, I'm no, sure that is now. a provoked response. Well, but that's my fear, right? Um, I tell students still today, and, and I can actually track the changes, okay? Um, I've always been able to tell students this story when they're writing about bullying. I tell them that I still remember the first time that I was in grade school and one of my friends started bullying the other kid and he called him gay or something and he gave him a wedgie or whatever. And you know what I did? I picked up that little bastard who was bullying my friend and I threw him against the damn wall. And I told him, you ever do that again, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. And I did that in front of teachers, by the way, at a Christian school. I put him down, he never bullied him ever again, and we went about our lives. Now, when I tell that story pre-Trump, applause. When I tell that story before Trump, that is a good story about masculinity standing up for someone who was weaker than me in justice. Post-Trump, that's a bullying story where I'm the bully. Yeah. What's changed? But that doesn't surprise me. But only one thing changed, right? Yeah. It's that someone who is the embodiment of toxic masculinity ended up our president. That's what's changed. And so I fear that we're overreacting. 
that we are counter-correcting because of this terrible Trumpness where he talks about grabbing pussies, which you shouldn't talk about oh, or do. Shit. Right? Come on. Right? You, dude, Look, I'm sorry. You, you've right. known, think you, think have known, you have known bullshit scam fuckers like that who've done none of the I, sort. That motherfucker I, I, is so I, ugly. I am sorry. There is no fucking way any woman in her right mind would let that shit bag near her unless he was covered in thousand dollar bills. If anything, I think that's how anyone's pants, right? Like this is the money. I'm right? I'm sorry, but you know, I, and I'm not okay because we we went we went we went side the same, of the side here, saying the same thing here, right? I mean. Yeah. <clears throat> There's, um, there's no there's, toxic masculinity. We're overreacting. Well, see, you know what? See, there's the thing. Like, I, the one thing I do like about that video is they, they are making very, very good points, and I agree with a lot of them. Unfortunately, the I do too. The people, I do the too. people they interviewed for it make it bad. Do you think they're all East Coast, West Coast people? You think they're city people from the coast? No, I think they're just trying too hard, and I don't believe any of them. You know the the only the only guy that I really believe is the dude with the uh, the Barbie trailer story, and Barbie and trailers. and maybe maybe the guy with the video game character kid. The, the, <laughs> all the other ones, they just it just seems like it seems like a scam, especially the dude with the nonprofit with the man box guy. He sounds yes. like he's way too fucking slick about it. Um, it's like an infomercial so sort it, of thing. So what I, about. Balding guy with the glasses, because that—that's that actually where I want to go. That's a douche, uh, oh, what? Douche okay, that dude is actually the reason why I sent you that. No, fuck that guy. There's no fucking way he punched somebody. Uh, somebody even made that comment in the video. <laughs> did did they? Because yeah. yeah, didn't he say he punched somebody? Laid, that laid that reminded me of my flat. story. I laid, that reminded me of my. Story. I laid the guy out flat with one punch, dude. When you're seven, go fuck yourself. You know, let, let me let me put it this way. You know what happens when you really punch somebody and you don't know what you're doing when you're a kid? You, you hurt your hand. You fucking hurt your fucking hand. <laughs> yep, for sure. For sure. But like, I don't know. I do feel like we like, look, aggression is not the answer. But <clears throat> as he's saying in in the documentary, as well as in the email I, I forwarded to you. Um, a lot of masculine traits are also can be positive. There can be negatives there, but his fear is that when when, when a guy says when when we see a kid doing something brave, we don't say "good on oh, you, yeah. that's a good boy, a good man." We say, "Yeah, that, that's a good human." There are lots of humans that are brave, but when we see a man do being violent, we're like, "Well, that's because you're a man." Yeah, like that's, that's some twisted shit. So, right, that's just not accurate. Here's, right, here's something funny to that point you were just <laughs> making. I read this today. Yeah. Um, the 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 soccer, um, the cherry picker on the U.S. women's team, Rapino. Their their lead <laughs> their lead scorer, the cherry picker. Uh, so yeah, yeah. stands at half field, uh, midfield, and yeah, yeah, where she's just standing waiting for the shot, and then gets angry when no one feeds her. So. Her, her thing, <laughs> I, I read an article from her today talking about how she's going to get out there and get people revved up and all, and it's all this stuff and we need to do, you know, do this. We need to get, it's funny because, and this is one of the weird things about modern feminism as it's different ways have happened. It's constantly yeah. talking about how 
acting like a traditional male and there's toxic masculinity and all this other stuff. The more and more they push that, ironically, the yeah. more and more they sound exactly like what they're talking <laughs> about is evil. Because like right. I'm I'm reading what she's saying and I should have saved that goddamn article. Um Yeah. But you listen to her and she sounds like any rabid uh jackass male supporting anything ever. And I'm just like Yeah. At some point, somebody's got to start calling this shit out, right? Like, I'm not saying right. she has to, like, you know, appeal to people in some traditional feminine, female-esque way. But you can't, you can't right. sit there and politically say that we need to stop and change the way we're raising males because all they're becoming is violent rapists. And they're destroying the yeah, world. Yeah, because we aren't. And we then, aren't all. And then, and, and, then, and, then, and then right after that assume all the negative traits and vocal and speech patterns <laughs> and everything that you're saying are evil and bad and nasty right. just because just because you're not actually you know in, engaging in the rape and the violence but when you act and talk like them you're sending a seriously mixed image picture here so so we need to divest yeah. the bad behavior from the good behavior Make yes. let's let's make let's make an acknowledgement that there's good things and there's bad things, and let's work mm -hmm. on you know training the parents to understand. <clears throat> and I and here's the thing: like you you shouldn't have to <clears throat> boldly make that statement. I shouldn't have to. It yeah. should just be something that we're willing to accept and we push forward. So like. You know, you know, like, so here's something that I've seen recently is like, <clears throat> I read a lot of um, outdoorsy articles and about five, 10 years ago, one of the things that was mentioned is that how females are buying more outdoorsy things and they're a bludgeoning market that we need mm -hmm. to start tapping into. Okay. And then yeah. all this Me Too stuff happened and Trump happened and now all of a sudden every feed that I read about outdoor stuff, whenever they profile someone, it's a female athlete. You had a male break the marathon record and you had a female break the marathon record that same day and they talked – every article talked more about the female athlete than the male athlete, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. E even though the female was slower than the male. But they still yeah. talked about the woman more than the other. And like every outdoorsy sports article is about the female. And here's the thing. It's the market chasing. It's, it's about the money. <laughs> it, isn't, yep. it isn't really about supporting women, which is the fucked up thing. Because then you have people pointing to that and go, look, women are ascending. No, bro. You're, you're a 50% fucking market share that they want a fucking yeah. piece of. Okay. They're an untouched so, market. So That's here, why beer company started marketing to them. Right. right. I, I, and I, we're not being sexist. We went, wait, there's a whole other market we can get? <laughs> right. So I, I think that something needs to be – that needs to be addressed is that you – know, yeah. you, 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 and this is the thing. is like people are just smart enough to notice trends like that. So then when they do notice it, I'm, I, and I'm you – know, this is going to sound conceited, but unlike me – they're not going to see all the way around the issue and they're just going to see it mm -hmm. and they're going to be belligerent about it. I see yeah, it. Yeah. I'm stating it, but it's not affecting how I feel and act. 
Right. right. You're I'm, aware I'm, of the meaning I'm not, behind it. I'm not, going, are they I'm not going, hey, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to vote for Trump because of that shit. I don't do that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not looking for the, I'm not looking for that kind of middle finger. Um, yeah. my, my middle finger is different. Uh, but anyway, so <clears throat> here's, here's one of the other weird things that, that this man box thing got me uh, yeah. riled on was uh, – so one of my favorite authors is a guy named Jack Donovan, right? Jack Donovan. Um, Jack yeah, Donovan. I I, sent yeah, I sent you a book of his. So here's the thing. It makes me nervous. Here's, about him. Here's, here's the thing about Jack Donovan. Um, okay. Jack Donovan is a gay male. Jack Donovan took a shitload of heat in the gay male community because one of his books kind of postulated the theory of why is gay – why is being a gay male – pigeonholed into a certain aesthetic Ooh. a certain way of how you look yeah. and act and everything else and he uh, got yeah. he got blasted for it because they thought interesting he was, he was you know he he was asking very taboo questions at the time and then hmm? his sort of next exposition on that was why is it such a problem for gay men to have straight men as friends? Why is our culture so jacked that that is like hmm. an inconceivable thing to wrap your head around? Like what is, what's the fucking problem with that? What, yeah. you know, what it's, it's like the Harry it's, I, <clears throat> I look at it as he was basically making the Harry when Harry met Sally argument, but reversed. Yeah. Right. In that movie, the whole point of the movie is men and women can't ever be, Friend, just friends, right? Ironically, yeah. written by a bunch of Democratic Jews. <laughs> Take that as you may. Yeah, it was the it was the late eighties, nineties, and you know, cats and dogs were living together. Anyway, sounds about right. <laughs> which, which is ironic because that same group now is pushing the fact that you know, uh, genders don't exist and everything else. So once again, like I've said before, follow the fucking money. Um, yeah. So I've never bought into that because I I have I actually well life happens but I knew this woman for a long time and I always kind of viewed her as a sister. Um, yeah. My wife out. She's like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "I she's I've always she's always been like a sister to me." She's like, "Well, you don't yeah. like her?" I'm like, "Well, yeah, she, I, I love her like a sister." She's like, "Well, what you know?" I'm like, "No, I've never never been attracted to her in that way." male female let's you know make a baby thing that's never been a thing for me and it's like that's a possible form of friendship and i've never bought that men and women can't be friends like that um me neither yeah i mean i i just don't get why that's that's the base thing i mean you know it's it's like and that was ironically one of jack donovan's thing he's like thing he said is like why is the assumption that just because you're a male and i'm a gay male i would want to sleep with you I mean, right. He's, he's, like he's you're, basically, you're he's basically saying, right? Right. He, he's basically saying that's pretty presumptuous that I would want to sleep with you to begin with, which is ironic right. because he's making the exact argument about women and unwanted male advances. Right. It's like yeah. you flip to that. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. you know, yeah. pe people always get you see, like these incel fuckers, right? Like, oh, I'm just mad uh, because cause I give, I do everything that I'm supposed to, and these women aren't just lining up to, you know, let me lay pipe in them. Yeah, dude, because it doesn't work like that. 
It's, it's, yeah, I'm dude, sorry. it's not like that. Too, too fucking bad. It's, Go, it's um, not a video you know. game. It, like, it's not you Oof. achieve this objective and you get laid. Like, that's not how it there's, works. There's no, ma- there's no magic code. So No, it is false. We'd, we'd all know about it. We'd all share oh, it with each other because no, we want to see us. No, we wouldn't. No, we yes, wouldn't because we would. it'd be the most yes, valuable thing on the face of the planet. We'd you'd share, kill, You'd kill people. No, we wouldn't. Man code, dude. <laughs> dudes, dudes would not share that. They would share it for a price. I think, I think, like as friends, we would. I think with your friends, you would. Because how often have and I think this is a myth too that we act like um, men don't talk about relationships or whatever. We just wall it all up. But like we talk, like we talk oh. about relationships, we get shit out, right? Um, but we only do it with like our 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 closest friends. Like, like we don't walk up to like some random dude on the subway and be like, yeah, guess what? This girl I was dating last week. Like, no, right. No. It's gotta be Mm-mm-mm. someone you can trust. I don't right? No, I don't I don't necessarily hundred percent agree with you. I think, no. I think there is a way that, so this is what I found in my experiences. Mm-hmm. One of the things you can talk about, like on a shop floor is, and it's, yeah. this is so cliche, but, the weather <laughs> okay the weather a sports thing sure and you'll never believe what happened this weekend my wife da 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 right Everybody, <laughs> and it's I, I i know what it sounds like okay the, the reason why those sounds stories like yes yes it's you know super toxic masculinity sexist and all that but the no reason, it's the not reason, no oh, well it would be by today's standards but the thing is, is uh, that, so here, here's the deal, right? Like, and this is what I, I, I think that I wish I, you know, who I'll tell you what, everybody's a, that's really interested in some interested in this topic. You need to watch, uh, Eliza Schlesinger's, uh, latest Netflix comedy special. Um, yeah, she kind of touches on the, the concept of how <clears throat> women need to understand that your, your man actually loves you. Um, and this is true because no matter how much a guy complains about his wife, he's complaining about her out of love, right? So we, we right. As, Otherwise, as, he wouldn't be there, right? <laughs> right? So, well, that's that's kind of the reason she's saying is like you know she she basically says like oh you know ladies you're you're complaining about how you look you're complaining about this and then you get mad at your guy because he's like oh babe you're beautiful and it's, she's basically saying look. If he didn't actually feel that and didn't actually be that way, he wouldn't be standing there telling you that. He'd be somewhere else, right? And that's that's right. A, that's a very true thing, you know. It's and it's totally true. It's it's kind of goofy and crazy, but I mean, it is it is the thing. It's like guys will do the whole you know complain about their wife thing because that's the way we talk about our wives to other guys. Because you know, one, we're not going to say like, oh, yeah her pussy's like this or, you know, kind of crazy shit because it's our, it's, <laughs> you, you don't, you don't talk grotesquely about somebody you respect and love. Right. Right. And that's, that's a but brutal, that's a brutal thing. That's a, that's a brutal thing to say and accept. Right. It really is. But somebody you're, you're with that personally, they're going to do things that are going to annoy you and you need to vent about it. You need to get it out because that's what we're supposed to do. Right. Share our emotions. Right. Well, on, only if you're topless in a uh, forest in the middle of the night in the '90s. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! So, so, so before we leave this, 
here's a crazy here's here's a crazy thing Go. so why yeah. why do you say oh that woman's topless and everybody's like hmm right it doesn't matter what your sexual orientation is it's like intriguing okay. to say that right but then when you say yeah that dude was topless you're like oh god uh. <laughs> you really go like fat dude with like mantids here's here's, here's, yeah, another, here's another here's another one for you here's another one and and all the all the gender versions that find the female version attractive when you put yeah. them in a button-up shirt universally that's accepted as attractive correct yeah i think so so but why why when you put a dude in a button-up shirt with no bottom on is it the most vile fucking thing anyone has ever seen on the faithless planet <laughs> Talk about is it the size? Is it the size of the button-up shirt that this junk's probably hanging out? Is that? I, I'm I'm thinking that it's pretty much that it's a button-up shirt and there's a fucking nasty cock and balls swaying around. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. It's, That's it's what pretty I... fucking vile. So here's uh, here's, my, here's my tip for all the guys. <clears throat> okay. If a woman is willing to deal with your nasty fucking dick and balls. <laughs> Think long and hard about going. Yeah, man, I can do better. Cause you probably really yeah. can. Cause we're fucking gross pigs. <laughs> yeah, man, that's the problem, though, isn't it? Like it's it's our genitalia that's so damn weird. Versus women uh, who I'm, are I'm the. I'm sorry, the Dan. I'm, I'm sorry, Dan. Have, have you have you not paid attention that we've basically been chasing the predator in a crotch for God knows how many years? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty right. much, it feels it's about right, man. <laughs> uh, if no, if no one understands that reference, watch Predator or Predator Two, and fast forward to where the alien takes the mask off. <laughs> Your mileage may vary if there's teeth or not, but you know, <laughs> I don't, oh, I, don't I don't really know what the general hairstyling is these days, so it, it might be accurate. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, we lost all the females. Um. Like the only reason oh, yeah. I'm the only reason I make a dark joke about it is because you can never heal until you can laugh about it. Ah, I'm hoping, I, I think I'm the time has passed. I'm hoping in four to sixteen years we can get with the Trump jokes. I, I'm ready for them now. Yeah, but they're not funny. No, the Trump jokes aren't funny now. They're yeah, just, I'm they're just, lately. They're not funny because they're sad right now, right? Yeah. It's our country right how now. Come, how come Center and Alive doesn't understand that? Where did they lose that? How I don't they, know. How, I mean, how come their jokes aren't? How come they not learn how to make funny jokes? They're supposed to be the fucking comedians. I think we can laugh at parts of it, but the problem is, is that. Like, it's also exactly where we are, and that's sad. Like, when he was the nominee or running, it was it was hilarious, right? It was funny then. But as soon as we got stuck with him for four years, it was like, ooh. So basically, um, you're saying that's, that's, the, that's the whole push for the impeachment, is we don't want to be stuck with him for four years? Segway, motherfucker. Segway. Hey, you know it's not a good segue when you point out it's a segue. Oh. <laughs> No, everybody does, dude. Everybody does that in podcasts. That's like the podcast thing. Is you you make the you make the segue and then you dunk on the segue. 
Wait, do you want to talk about impeachment or something, Jason? Fuck yes, I do. I want to talk about two motherfucking articles of impeachment that came up. You're damn fucking straight, I do. And here's fucking why. Oh, dude, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. So, I agree with one. Okay. The other one is garbage. Which which one is which? You gotta ask that. Uh, well, should we point... So there's, uh, what, um, abuse of power mm-hmm. and destruction of Congress. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting... Uh, you're, oh, actually, I don't know. Um, I'm guessing you're oh. against abuse of power, but you're for obstruction of Congress? Sorry, bro. Uh, opposite way? I yeah. can see it either way. I can see it either way, honestly. No. Um, okay. you, you, I, am, I am fully fine with you making the argument for abuse of power. Go right the fuck ahead. The okay. one I'm not is, the one that I don't support is obstruction of Congress. Because okay. that, that's personal. Because Maybe. No, 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 no. Because we have let presidents do plenty of shit. Uh, what, I don't know, what do you call it? Uh, extra congressional? Extra congressionally? That, that is a fucking historical. Yes. Here, here's, here's a good example. Yes. I'll give I'll give you. If I was ever going to claim somebody was doing something that was obstructing Congress, is wow. the president signs an executive order mm-hmm. that Starting goes around war. Congress. Yeah. So yeah. let me let me let's 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 put that as that's my baseline. I yeah. think mm, I don't know how many presidents in the last fifty years, regardless of party, have decided to go ahead and write an executive order. Uh, skipping congress so go fuck yourself go fuck that's that's and see this is my problem is that that's a personal shit because it's only a part of congress pushing that and i don't even think it's a party line i I don't even think it's like oh the democrats in congress want to get rid of him well that's obvious but frankly i think a lot of republicans do too because they don't like the motherfucker that is a personal fucking bullshit go with abuse of power You got a better argument with John Q. Public, i.e., well, I can't say that I'm not John Q. Public. I'm just talking about a gay fucking author who was claiming masculine <laughs> shit and all the other stuff. Okay, so yeah, rationally, <laughs> rationally, abuse of power is a better uh, argument than you know. Oh, yes, he was raising this finger to Congress. Go oh, fuck yourself, Congress. You fuckers have you've let so many assholes in that office shit all over you, and now. Now, right. no, that's some, that's some petty ass bullshit. Fuck you. I'll give you that first well, one. I'll give you the first. I one. think it's prove that first one, baby. That second one, bullshit. They're gonna I fucking think, lose. But what they mean by obstruction of Congress, though, isn't what you mean. So, if it's what you mean, Obama should. I mean, come on, they should have tried to no, impeach him, right? They're, they're talking um, about. They're talking about the fucking shenanigans. They they're talking about him. I mean, yeah, basically shenanigans. It's shenanigans. Like him saying, him saying that I I don't have to hand over any documents, or yeah, that's none of the people I talked with can come testify. I mean, the problem well, with that, Jason, is that so so I could say, look, Obama in Syria, that was probably an abuse of power overstep. It, it seemed like a war action. Congress should have voted on that. And at the time, I want to make sure everybody what knows. Do you do? I said, what do you, what I said do? at the time, I said, this is going to be bad. Because basically what Obama said is, is Congress didn't want to do anything in Syria. 
And Obama said, too bad, we're doing something anyway. And no, but like, what, what did we, we actually did something. I don't think, I mean, I think he just sent like, quote, peacetime troops or whatever to train people. But when oh, so he, it was like it was a Vietnam thing then, where we send a bunch of special yes. forces dudes, and, and then we pretend they, like we're not at war, right? They, they accidentally drop cases of <laughs> missiles and guns off the back of a truck as they're driving through the countryside. That that type of thing, right? But Advi- I think mil- it's the type military, of thing. Wait, wait, wait. Advisors, mil- advisors. <laughs> My air quotes are flying, but, bro. But look, if Congress had voted to do that, I think we would all have been like, "That's okay." But since he did it unilaterally by himself, I think you're totally right. That's problematic. But he's the but commander the problem in with chief. What he's, he's the he commander is, in chief. He is, but they can't declare war without Congress. And that's part of – those are the rules, man. That's, that's the Constitution. Yeah, but if, make I mean, if, up, if, like, you're, if you're, if you're going to go there, then you might as well just lambast Kennedy for Bay of Pigs. Right. And and you're right that this is not a new thing, right? I would say that Trump's obstruction is is more focused than that, right? Yeah. It's he's, not that he's, he, he's pulling shenanigans on all the shit that he thinks that people need to to get him out of office. Yeah, man. But that's so even Nixon didn't do that, right? Well, when, when they subpoenaed Nixon for documents – and it went to the court and they said, you have to do this. Nixon handed everything over, right? And Trump has instead been like, nope, still not going to do it, right? And and that's the difference, right, is that Trump is ignoring the rule of law. And that's why they're going for obstruction. Um, but is it, but is look, it really – Is so I guess this is – I'll give you – okay. I'm sorry. It's, to, it's I'm an, sorry to – sorry to – I don't want to hijack go. this. But what I don't understand is Congress is in a court. It's not, but it is one of the three branches of government that has to have a check and balance on the other two, right? Okay. But if and so if, he's pretending like they have no authority when they totally do have authority to do what they're doing, right? But do they though? They do. They absolutely. If how? they don't, then the it's a king, man. But how? Um, but they, how? Because if it's not, if he's not actually in court and not in a, you know, in the is, Senate, I don't understand it's, it. I don't understand it. That's my problem. So in, impeachment is a check and balance on the presidency and the executive branch to be able to say, hey, you went too far. And the check and balance on them is Congress. It starts in the House with them saying, OK, let's do an investigation. Has there really been bad shit or is it OK? And if they say, yeah, there's been bad shit, then they declare an impeachment and they're going to call it to a vote. And these are the articles, right? Then it will go to the Senate where it will be a court. It will be a court and he'll be able to represent himself um, and he'll be able to call witnesses and all of that good stuff. And we're going to see that. But before we get there, they can't can't make him turn over information without a subpoena from the court. Yes. They they subpoena it. And yes, they can. Really? Um, yes. In fact, they actually already won one of the lawsuits saying that the one guy was refusing to come testify. They won that um, saying and a, a judge said, yes, if they make a subpoena, you have to answer it. Well, yeah, um, in fact, everybody's tr- a citizen. Yes, exactly. So what Trump is saying is that he doesn't have to answer it. And then this argument is something like, yeah, they've subpoenaed a bunch of people in his office. They retracted one subpoena, but but, um, that was directly subpoenaed Trump yet. 
I don't know that they've directly subpoenaed him. They asked him if he would come testify, and he said he would, but we're suspicious that he probably would not. He says a lot of things like that, right? So why don't um, they? Why don't they just like really go? Why don't they just? I mean, how, how subpoena him? I mean, yeah, I mean, what, um, is is there a case that weak that they can't get a judge to sign off on it, or is there? Let me put it this way: Is there not a judge that actually has the balls okay. to go at it? So in order to understand this, you need to understand the entire Mueller report, all right? And I know a lot of people tuned that out uh, because it took fucking forever, and then it was every, like – I thought everybody, including both sides, were kind of like, meh. Okay. No, but it's all very technical, um, and this might be like a huge tangent. Well, how technical could it be? Okay. So according to it's incredibly fucking technical, which is why it's so upsetting. All right. Because it's gotten, it's almost gotten PC, right? So according to the executive branch's department of justice, you cannot indict a sitting president on an opinion that I think is a direct piece relating back to Nixon and then followed up from Clinton. So if you want to charge them criminally, any, any precedent, you have to wait for them not to be president anymore. Okay. Hmm. Well, the current OMB and, and Justice Department ruling on that particular opinion is that an investigation such as the Mueller investigation should not come out and say, we think you should charge him with a crime. Even if he finds a crime. So if you actually look at the Mueller report, he finds crimes. But he decided not to say that he thinks they're crimes. He decided to say that he thinks it's up to Congress what to do next. And what oh, he was saying good. without Yeah, right? It's oh, incredibly God. clever, but that's awesome. can public missed it. What he said is, impeach the motherfucker and impeach him now. But he couldn't say it like that. And unfortunately, the American public is confused, busy, distracted, well, it's, swung, it's, it's, it sounds, spin. It's, it sounds like Congress is either really smart or really dumb. I think both are very smart. So what the Republicans did is <sighs> swung it the other way. They super hard to say look he didn't he didn't come out with any charges well he wasn't allowed to come out with any charges based upon the justice department ruling what he was allowed to do was to present evidence so he presented an ass ton of evidence um not necessarily of collusion he seems skeptical about that he thinks that that trump welcomed and um asked for aid from russia which look he, we saw him do it. He did it on TV, right? He did not do it. And then they clearly used that, that stuff to benefit their campaign. Now, you can't necessarily say that's collusion, but it certainly looks really bad. But what he came out with, Jason, is that he was definitely obstructed constantly. And I think he came up with 14 different times that he could say he was massively obstructed and his, it was hard for him to do investigations because the Trump regime tried to stop him, right? And that alone is enough to impeach him. Now, you'll note that the current impeachment charges don't have that in it at all, right? 
And that's because there was nothing sexy about it. The American public wants to hear something Follow like Nick, the money. Right? right? Well, we want to hear like Watergate. We want to hear like he killed somebody yeah, he and buried him in the Rose Garden. Right? Yeah, and, and then he fucked their skull or something. Like we, we want something really traumatic. Wow. Not like, yeah, he tried to stop me from investigating him. But technically, that enough is enough for grounds of impeachment, right? And the reason why Congress is now saying, well, he obstructed Congress is because he did the same thing. I mean, he tried to stop them from investigating. If Bolton had been allowed to come testify, if Mulvaney had been allowed to come testify, I mean, what, what the Republicans are saying right now is we sh- this is going too fast. We need to do more investigation. But, but that's all bullshit because the Trump regime has prevented – more investigation. <laughs> All the people we want to ask additional questions from have been told not to come and answer questions. And you know how our court system works, man. They asked um, one guy from the Trump um, executive branch to come testify back in May. They just got a ruling like two weeks ago that he has to come testify. They subpoenaed him in May. That seems to be about, be about the speed of modern American courts, though. And it, and it is, but if you think about that, how long is it going to take for us to get Mulvaney in there, to get Bolton in there? By that time, man, the election might Exactly. Oh, wait, no, that's so the fear. That's, well, or or it doesn't matter at that point because probably he doesn't get reelected, right? Oh, or if he does, if he gets reelected, then they start this back up, which is why I think actually, it, while right now I'm looking and going, look at the brilliant things the Republicans are doing. I think secretly the Democrats are doing something brilliant here. They brought two articles of impeachment when everyone thought they were going to bring four. And people are saying things like this right now, which this is stupid. They're saying, well, they're only bringing the two strongest ones they can think of. You already know that's bullshit because you just call bullshit on obstruction, right? So they're not bringing the two strongest. I mean, it it seems – it seems like it – I would – okay – I'm not well versed in law, but if I was going to uh, do the whole, well, so so this is we'll, we'll give it this way: <clears throat> when you're really asking okay. for something that you don't think you can, yeah, like uh, in in my line of business, it's it's I look at it. I usually call it as like the Scotty thing, right? So Kurt calls down to Scotty and he says, "Scotty, my engines." <laughs> And Scotty goes, oh, it's going to be an hour, Captain. And then he magically does it in 20 minutes, right? And Scotty's the hero. So it's like, it's sort of along that lines where we're going to, or that's a bad example. Scratch that. Uh, It's like, (laughs) it's like where you, as a kid, you ask for a motorcycle for Christmas. But if I can't have that, I'll have a brand new Nintendo. Because you you know you're not getting the motorcycle. But you're going to get that motherfucking Nintendo. Okay. That's I think, smart. I think yeah, obstruction yeah. is the, the motorcycle. Thing, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Obstruction just, it, it, it smells of motorcycle because it's, it's a hard yeah. sell. It's not, it's, okay, let's, it's not a hard sell, but you're going to have a hard time selling it. Yes, to the public and into Republicans for sure, yeah. and to some of the Democrats who are in swing states. Well, that's right, and that's, so it gives me an opportunity to go. Eh, I don't know. I love the power. I love that that's, one of the things about the whole impeachment trial is the swing state Democrats, because mm-hmm. if if the American public isn't really paying attention, that's the part they should be paying attention to. Is yes, 
this is a fucking game for the next election. It's not actually about yep. impeaching the douche canoe. It has nothing to do with any of that shit. This is a fucking game about the next election. And that's probably the thing that pisses me yes. off the most about it is because, you know, I mean, I don't like the dude. I didn't vote for the dude. Frankly, yeah, I fail to see how he's, and I, not directly quoting, but paraphrasing Nancy, I'm an insane fucking maniac Pelosi where <laughs> Trump is a clear and present danger to democracy in the free world and the on this planet and whatever. Go fuck yourself, you fucking insane psycho bitch. We have to sign it to know what's in it. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck that's you, such you nonsense. What was fuck. that from again? That was from the uh, ACA. Oh, we, ha we don't know what's in it. We have to sign it to find out what's in it. Bitch. That's every fucking yeah. thing that everybody should have known to know it was a fucking scam. Go fuck yourself. And now you're telling me that this douche canoe is threatening democracy around the world? Really? You honestly think that everybody on this planet is so fucking weak-kneed and shitty and horrible and awful and below America that one fucking cocksucker is going to make that big a difference? Are you – you really think that little of the world? That's what you're saying. You're basically saying that everybody else on this planet is a giant fucking low toady piece of shit because this dumb motherfucker is in office that he's going to destroy democracy. Really? You think that highly of yourself? You're really going to tell me. I'm sorry, but if you were ever going to say don't vote for Democrats, it's because of that fucking cocksucker and her fucking crazy-ass ideas. You're really going to tell me that one fucking asshole in this fucking country is going to destroy democracy across the world. Really? That's your fucking highfalutin bullshit. My shit doesn't stink fucking idea. Go fuck yourself. That's some crap. That is absolute I fucking crap. Bullshit. It's hyperbole. Bullshit. It's definitely an exaggeration. Right? She's not the only um, one that said it. She's not the only well, one that she, said it. She, That's she might not insane. be, but... Uh, I am a little how bit concerned. How conceited. How fucking conceited. I am concerned about democracy in our nation. As far oh. as as far as the rest of the world goes, Bro, that's, that's, I don't know. That's sailed. I don't know. Dude, democracy has sailed a long time ago. We, are, well, we, have, I mean, uh, we have five-year we plans. We have 10-year plans. We have 15-year plans. That shit's done. You, that, yeah, that shit has... Oh, well, true believers, and and look, in in a certain sense, I still am. I still teach, dude. Even though I make like twenty thousand dollars a year as a college professor, I still do it because I can't not do it. Because I try to teach these young people all the things that we're talking about. I try to teach them to be skeptical. I try to teach them to question things. I try to get them to see that everybody has a fucking agenda. And that means that most of their agendas are not in your better interest, right? Mm. Because most of the time it's about their money, their personal gain, all that kind of shit. And so you need to be smart enough to spot that shit and then to call bullshit, right? And then to rebel or vote or whatever it is that, that helps to affect change. But you and I, it's sad to say, we might be already out of this game. Right? But, we're, but we're really not because we have the power to affect generations beyond us. Well, and that's absolutely true. And we do that via podcast. Probably. We do that via teaching, by <laughs> raising kids, all these things, right? Pro probably, um, but, probably the most frightening is the kids. Yeah. Because will they even listen? Well, I don't know. I mean, somebody raised Hitler, right? 
Yeah, but I'm not sure he listened. <laughs> I don't well, think he listened. <laughs> somebody, somebody raised Trump. <laughs> oh man, he definitely didn't listen. He's Some, been a, uh, in his somebody, in his father's eyes. He's somebody, been a failure. Somebody so, raised somebody raised FDR. Sure, Ooh, and he got shot. Somebody raised yeah. Washington. You know what? He did all right. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he didn't elect himself king, right? And he had morals. He had standards. He believed in something beyond himself that wasn't a god. Right? So let's he so let's in people. <clears throat> I got your podcast end. Yeah, it ties directly into the whole dad aspect. So yeah. let's agree. In our Washington example, more importantly than anything else we've ever talked about is. How you're raising your kids, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the next I mean, generation, man. I mean, what do you what do you give them to work with? What do you empower them with? What do you try and entrust with them to make their own decisions? What do you give them as their moral basis? Yeah. See, look so at you're that. saying you're, look, look at you're that. Saying... I, I swung from super fucking dark to like <laughs> to hope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. So you're saying I should homeschool? All right, I'm going to start homeschooling. Oh, Sounds dude, good. I, I, I would have loved to been able to do that. Oh my god! All right, I'm moving to your neck of the woods. Homeschool, you guys. You don't need to. You, hey, you don't need to move to fucking uh-huh. BFE. You can do that wherever you're at. Let's homeschool. You guys want homeschool? Hey, I would do it if I was allowed to. <laughs> you're not allowed. To. Oh, it's a, no. it's a wild question. I lost that <laughs> argument. Uh, I could do the English part, Jason. You want to do history? I don't know. I, I, that was English was my thing in college too, man. I got to find somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we're we're not. I, I, I don't think we can raise kids that go on to be double fucking majors in literature and composition. I think that's kind of a fucking guarantee. No, no, that pretty much guarantees they're going to be. No, no, they're they're going to be really great at flipping burgers at McDonald's. Hey man, and, and writing blogs. I've I've got both those degrees and a post back and teaching and writing, and I'm doing just fine. But it's a marketer. Come on, dude! <laughs> don't don't shit on that. That's hey 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 hey. Does it support your family? It's helping. I'm hoping okay. I get a teaching gig. But you know, you know what's sad? Are you are you still in, are you still teaching. engaging in your art though? Sure. Yes, okay. I am. Hey, I am, and I'm corrupting future generations every day. Then, and I'll continue hey, to do that. That's a win. That's a win in my I book. Think, I think that is a win. That is a win. <laughs> if you if you can support your family, and you can say that you're also doing your art. You, you've you're you've you've hacked the matrix. You're you're winning. Yeah, I like that. I might use it uh, like that next time in class. Hack the matrix. I don't. I, I mean, how 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 else do you how else do you you know you how else can you measure what you're doing? You know, like right. Everybody, everybody yeah. has to everybody has to be able to support whatever their you know their sort of stuff you know you you got a dog or you have a family 
or you have right. student loans to pay off. So you toil uh-huh. to do that. God knows I have that. You toil, you toil to make that commitment. But then if you have time to still do your craft or your, your, your art or you, 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 you know, whatever it is that you're making for the world or into the world, I think that's a win. Podcasting, Jason. Podcasting. I wouldn't go that far, but we'll pretend <laughs> like it is. It's it's been a blast, dude. <laughs> but uh, it's been a pleasure as always, my friend. And uh, it's four o'clock in the morning. Oh, We're gonna get yelled at me. by our wives. And uh, God damn, dude, s- send me more lists. You've always given me good things to read. Don't be intimidated by my negativity. It's I'm have been taught to be critical. All right. well, I just don't want to dis. I don't want to disappoint you. That's all. You you won't. It's important that I keep reading things and then I can bitch about it. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> all right, buddy. I'm gonna let you go. You go get some rest, and uh, it's it's been a great cast as always. And I'll catch you next week sometime. Yeah, I think we'll be able to swing that. All right, dude. <laughs> all right, Dan. take care of yourself, buddy. All right. Bye. <laughs> Bye.